Welcome to Parenthood Bites, the podcast where we explore life as a parent in tech. I'm your host, Chow, and I have over 15 years of experience in tech, and I'm also currently working as a career coach. I'm the proud mother of three incredible boys. In each episode, we have an inspiring guest who will share their remarkable story. You'll find their wisdom and insights both relatable and enriching, because after all, we're all in this parenting journey together. So grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and let's dive into today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 13 of Parenthood Bites. We're here today with Aaron Hans, who's a senior engineer currently located in the Bay Area. Welcome, Aaron. Hey, nice to be here. So happy to have you here. This will be released in January, but we're all getting ready for the holidays. Are you ready for Thanksgiving? Not really, but it's always a lot of fun. You know, I like to make simple side dishes like yams with way too many marshmallows or something. I love that. Like I always put a bunch of marshmallows on there and yes, then, right? right. Then it's just basically <laughs> covered in the, the light, yeah. Yeah. but that's the whole yeah. point, right? Like when other times are you going to eat that? Like, do you eat it normally? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Gotta go a little crazy. Do you prepare the turkey? No, I don't. We're going to be at my dad's house this year. Uh, okay. That's great when you have someone else who's doing the turkey and you're just responsible for like the yams, the mashed potatoes. and <laughs> right. yeah. That's like my responsibility. <laughs> I'm always mm-hmm. like, I'll do the mashed potatoes because that's the easiest. But um, yeah, so, um, you know, I want to start with just kind of asking for the listeners so they know like how many kids do you have and what are their ages? I have two kids. My daughter's 12. My son's nine. Wow. Aaron and I used to work together a long time ago. And I remember your daughter was so little at that time and you hadn't had your second kid yet. And so now hearing um, 12 and nine, I'm like, whoa, (laughs) where did the time go? Wow. So what brought you to tech and how many years have you been in tech? So I graduated college in 96 with a history major. I had like a customer service job. Company needed help with their website. So I was able to kind of Leverage that into tech work in the 90s and been doing that ever since. So started with like kind of working on their website and you're like, you loved it, right? So you're like, let me continue working on websites. Yeah. I mean, it's so much fun, like just building something that you can immediately see and interact with and it's a blast. Yeah. You know, when I went to school, it was like Java. And then after I graduated, I was like, it's not instantly gratifying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> going to front end, right, was like so much better for me. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoy that. So how many years were you in tech when you became a parent? We didn't have our kids until later. So probably like 13 years or so before we had our first child. Oh, cool. So you were probably already like senior engineer at that point? Yeah. I mean, titles are weird, you know? Yeah. I was working in the dot-com boom and I had some title inflation. I remember I got laid off the same day I was promoted to senior engineer once. You know, it's like your title goes up and down, but I've had a lot of cool jobs. Oh my gosh, what a roller coaster (laughs) of a day to get laid off and promoted on the same day. Right, I got promoted and I was like, yeah, I'm ruling it in the bus. (laughs) 
This is the last day everyone's getting paid. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy! Like I'm just imagining you're going home to your wife, and you're like, "So I can use." <laughs> right, right. But also, <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Um, so, what was the parental leave like when you had your first kid and then your second kid? Now, both kids, it was standard paternity leave. So I took six weeks off and definitely took advantage of that. really enjoyed it. That's really cool that you got six weeks off for both kids. Were you at the same place or it was different places, but also six weeks? Yeah, it was different places. Yeah. But I mean, it's cool the companies can do that, even if you're not the primary caregiver. Yeah. But I mean, you're also losing sleep. You're also taking care of the child, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hear people talk about like going back to work the next day or the next week, and they're just like, I don't know, I'm so tired just getting through. I mean, even after six weeks, you're still tired, it's still a lot. Well, it's a total blur. Like, you don't realize it. Like, I thought I was like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm not really, you know, at my best, but I'm still contributing, you know. And then, like, I looked back at some code I wrote during that time <laughs> when I was getting no sleep because we were up all night, and it was horrifying. I was like, wow, this is not good. You're like, wait, I was tired. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's funny. Um, and so how was it sharing the news with work? Like, how did they receive the the news? I felt supported. Like, um, I had my first kid. I think it was at Word Nick then. Maybe it was before. Yeah. It, I never had any issues with that, really. That's great. I had good support. Yeah. So after six weeks off, was it hard getting back to work, getting back into the work routine? I remember having this burst of energy, right? Because you're, you're taking care of a kid and you have these like crises and you solve it and you're like, oh my God, I'm amazing. You know? But <laughs> I don't know. Like you sort of... I remember being kind of ambitious. I was taking on new projects during that time. But yeah, I, I really didn't have the perspective that I wasn't performing optimally because I wasn't sleeping and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like just happy to be back and like hit the ground running, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So was if you recall, was there a mother's room at your work on either one of the the places? I don't think so. But, you know, I wouldn't have taken advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm always just curious because I think, like, you know, some startups, they'll have it when there's a need for it or some places just already have it established. Did you bring your babies into work? No, like for pumping and stuff. Not, I didn't. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. I had to, I had my kids at first two at IGN and I had to take Bart into work. So I couldn't even imagine <laughs> taking the kids on Bart. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they did have a, a mother's room over there. And then my third kid, they didn't. And so they just had a conference room and they were like, just pull down the blinds and lock the door. And I was like, oh my God, what if someone hears me? What if someone thinks it's a regular conference room and tries to open the door? Right. Wow. Yeah, and I remember I was, like, slacking a coworker, like, that was in a meeting in the next room. I'm like, do you hear anything? Any type of motor sounds? Because <laughs> you just get paranoid and self-conscious about it, you know? Mm -hmm. So what do you do for child care? 
frankly, the only way my family is making it is because my wife stopped working when we had our first child. She's a brilliant designer and she's really good at that. But, you know, it's a privilege for us to have one parent to be able to focus on raising the kids full time. And we also moved near to my parents. And so I'm really happy that my kids got to spend time with my mom regularly before she passed a few years ago. So happy we took advantage of that. Yeah, it's really great to be near the parents and, and, and it's so important for them to have that relationship and have those memories of that. Mm-hmm. So what is your, you know, with your, your kids being 12 and nine, what is sort of the day-to-day routine with them right now? So right now, I'm really happy that I made a big switch at the beginning of the summer. So uh, I love my job that I had. I was the tech lead for the state of California's Office of Data and Innovation. And just fantastic team. They're doing great work over there. They're hiring right now, and I'd really recommend working for the government. And um, also my former boss, Angelica Corarty, has this great organization, the Tech Talent Project, where she's trying to funnel you know, tech workers into the government to really help make an impact for people in the state and federal level. But like, I'm so happy that I made that switch, even though I like that job so much, because just had a great summer with the kids. They're still young enough where they're, you know, happy to spend time with me. (laughs) But so I just wanted to take advantage of that. And um, now I'm just kind of figuring out how I can make things work without working more than 40 hours a week or, you know, just doing some kind of part-time stuff to get by. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. You're able to spend that time with them because they grow up so fast. Right. And before you know it, they're going to, just not want to spend time with us, want to go hang out with their friends or, you know, you can't just be like, all right, let's go to Disneyland. They're happy. No. (laughs) At some point they'd be like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'd rather just stay in my room on my phone. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's really great. And I've been spending more time with my kids too. And I just see so many things I didn't see before and like just able to be more involved than before. Mm Mm-hmm. Seriously. So how has your work life changed since you became a parent? So for me, it's like a gradual shift in priorities for like trying to make more money, get promotions to like looking for more impactful work. And and now like control of my time is the most important thing. So I want to be able to, you know, focus on the kids and my health and like just make sure that I'm taking care of the family and rather than getting sucked into, you know, shipping the next software release. Yeah, yeah. Having that next big project, right? More prioritizing like that balance. Mm-hmm. I remember one of our, our managers a long time ago was telling me how like you cranked out like a big old project, a deadline and didn't sleep, just like kept working and working. And I'm sure that's all like before kids, right? After kids, it's like well, your priorities. Kids, like at that time. You did. Like, you prioritized things well. And oh. I think maybe what you're talking about is like I rewrote the Reverb WordPress plugin and uh, maybe there were other things too, but that was like, I was so invested in that code and like hated the way the code was written. And I was all like tied up in knots about stuff unnecessarily. Like now when I look back at it and I was just like, yeah, but I mean, it was helpful because there were problems with the stuff we were shipping. It was messing up people's websites and I was able to fix it and I had to support it and I was successful. But like, you know, you make a lot of sacrifices for 
you know, whatever employer you're working for that is now long out of business. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, it's like the things we learn along the way and the things that we invest in that are important to us at that time. Right. And mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I think also at like reverb, you were able to, you know, spend time with the kids as far as I could see, because you live closer to work and stuff. So you're able to yeah. do that. I love that so much. You are a manager of our team part of the time I was there. And you were fantastic. Like you really took care of people. And there were a lot of, you know, competing priorities. But I was able to just have a short bike ride back and forth to work. And we were like leaving at five o'clock. I would get home. And my little toddler would be sprinting across Aww. the floor, little tiny legs, yelling, Daddy! And like I was there to you know have dinner and read to him every night. That that's priceless. You know that was really cool. yeah. That sounds like a dream commute. <laughs> I mean, other than like no commute, but like you know, because I used to always just take the train to or drive far to wherever I went. And being able to ride your bike home sounds really great. And just being able to like be out and outside. <laughs> yeah, so fantastic. Like that was just amazing. You know. Like my job after that, I had a two-hour drive each way. It was horrible, you know. And you get home hella late, and it was crazy. Yeah, and you're exhausted, man. Two-hour drive, and then you have to go pee too, or maybe that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what's been your biggest struggle or challenge being a parent in tech? I think like it's sort of just mental issues, right? And so, the biggest thing I've done for myself is to get therapy regularly. And so I have a personal therapist that makes me a way better parent, partner, human being. And, you know, I have better perspective on myself and how I'm reacting to things in the world. And I was really resistant to this for most of my life. Like I knew I had mental issues, but I could easily talk myself out of like getting help by just saying, oh, everybody's crazy if you look close enough, whatever. <laughs> I mean, but, you're not wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But I was just like operating so far, like suboptimally, you know? And so it's just, I really feel like I've made progress, which is critical when you're parenting because you're kind of pushed to the edge and, and you're not able to take care of yourself as well as you should. And so, you know, you need to be able to be, have that emotional equilibrium. Yeah. And then you, like, like you were saying in retrospect, when you didn't get enough sleep, you're like, whoa, I wasn't performing as optimally as I thought the same thing, right? When you're getting therapy, when you're seeing things from a different light, you're like, oh, puts things into a different perspective. Totally. Exactly. So I, I, I had um, a therapist too, when I was working at Twitter, because it was 10 sessions for free with modern health. And then afterwards she was like, Oh, it's about, you know, 160 a session. I was like, Oh man, I really like this therapy, but oh man. <laughs> but then, you know, I still wanted to to continue because it is so helpful and it does help you kind of have that that balance too of things, right? Because work can get real stressful <laughs> and can really carry on to other things in life. Yeah. Like it's so exciting to be shipping stuff with people or to get sucked up into work drama, like, or just, you know, all the cool things that are going on in your workplace. Like it's, it's so nice now. Like I'm free from the tyranny of Slack. Like I don't have to keep up. What's going on. Yeah. It's so easy to get sucked into Slack, right? It's like, Oh, first it's one message. And then you respond to that and you're like, wait, 
let me see what's going on in that channel. Oh, wait, do they need me there? And then before you know it, it's like an hour or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So what about, um, what do you struggle with, with your kids current ages of 12 and nine? I don't know. My kids are awesome. Like I'm the problem all the time, you know, like I can get frustrated if I'm juggling too much and we're late and they can't find their shoes. But like, if I can maintain my calm, everything is going to be fine. So, you know, it's just like temporary frustrations, but it's just like constantly amazed at what they're up to. You know, like my daughter just started crocheting all this amazing stuff. She's like, look, I made a hat. I made gloves. I was like, what? You know, I was teaching my son how to program a video game and we're like messing up and writing bugs and just cracking up. This is tons of fun. That's so awesome. I mean, I tried to crochet once. We did it as like a team activity and we had the, the wobbles. Have you heard of wobbles where you like crochet little animals and then they have, they give you like a set and then you crochet it. So I try to crochet. I don't even remember what animal it was because I never succeeded. <laughs> we had like my whole team and we were all on the call trying to crochet this animal and not one of us finished. We were just like, this is so hard. I was just like, I had all these plans, you know, I bought the yarn, I bought extra needles. I was like, I'm totally going to crochet, you know, hats and scarves. And I couldn't even crochet that one animal. It's still sitting there, a ball of yarn. <laughs> So that's really impressive that your daughter can do that. Did she like take lessons or learn on her own? No, she's just finding her own patterns and stuff. Like I haven't done it successfully yet, so I'm totally impressed too. Wow, hats and gloves. That's that's really impressive. And your son doing programming. That's really awesome too. I try to get my kids to do it, but I'm not that great myself. So I'm just like, just, you know, I could help you. And they're like, no, it's okay. We're fine. It was the, like, a good intro to programming was, like, teaching them how to get the computer to talk to you in the browser dev console. And so, mm. like, a couple lines of JavaScript, and now you can make the computer say poop. And you can make the computer say poop a hundred times. And they're just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll get them. Yeah. Right. Like, I should do that. I should be like, let me teach you how to have your computer say poop. They'll get a kick out of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I don't know what it is about kids and poop, right? Like, they could talk about it for hours. Any derivative of it, right? Like, the poop emoji or, like, yes. you know, or if someone farts in the room, it's like, oh, man. Then the whole room is just laughing. And my youngest just always, he's always got a fart in him. I don't know. How. He's just got that talent. <laughs> so, but... Uh, but it's always like, I don't know who farted, you know? You probably <laughs> see that with your kids. They're just like, I don't know. I don't know who did it. And I'm like, well, I know it's not me. So it's definitely one of you. And they're like, I don't know. Maybe it's the dog. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> so, you know, I know this is something we're all working on. But, like, what have you done to kind of achieve that work-life balance? You talked a lot about, like, you know, trying to hit those deadlines and work being you know, a lot, but what, what did you do for work-life balance? Well, I, like I was struggling with it when I was working full-time always. And like when you're a parent, you can see how dusted your kids are if they don't get proper sleep, nutrition, and exercise. And then 
I'm like, oh, I got four hours of sleep and had cookies for dinner and things aren't going well. Maybe that's why, you know? And But yeah, so just like, uh, sometimes it seems like everybody else has this down, but you know, I'm still working on that and it makes a big difference when I get the basics right. You know, getting my workout and eating my vegetables. <laughs> it's just like, as the parent, I'm failing at that for myself, but you know, working on it. The things we tell our kids, right? right we're yeah. like, well, we're adults. It's okay. If I want to have cookies for dinner, I can because I'm an adult now, right? And then you experience the crash later on or mm-hmm. the effects yeah. of that. I, I know sometimes my kids are like, well, when are we going to get to do that? I'm like, when you're an adult, when you have your own kids. But then later I'm like, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. That was not <laughs> or like you sleep late, right? Because you're like, well, now my kids are asleep. I can sleep late. And then the next day they're like, they're so well rested, just, you know, refreshed up and ready to go. And I'm just like, I'm so tired. They were like, well, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. I was enjoying my few hours of like <laughs> not having to take care of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so what, what, what are some things that you do that help you unwind or relax? I like reading. I read a couple of good books lately, uh, Bookshops and Bone Dust and Water Outlaws. Just like, you know, sword and sorcery stuff. I like playing D&D with friends. I like playing games with the family, like Boomerang Foo on Switch or like uh, Ticket to Ride, the board game. Those are fun. Are those the your favorite board games with the kids? Recently, yeah. I'll have to look into that because, like, you know, we've been playing. <laughs> we play, like, Sorry or, like, Monopoly. And Monopoly, you know, just never ends, right? And it gets to a point where it's just like, okay, we've been playing this for too long. Mm-hmm. And Sorry, someone always gets mad because somebody else took their piece and made them start from the beginning. And so I'm like, okay, we need some more challenging but fun games. What are those games about? So Ticket to Ride is um, you're trying to make train routes. And so everyone is competing to make the different train routes first. And so that's pretty fun. It's, it's kind of a basic strategy game. And then, like, you ever play Boomerang Foo on the Switch? No. You're like a little vegetable and you're throwing boomerangs at everyone else. And that's great until the kids get too good and then you're just toast, right? <laughs> yeah, I think we play, like, Mario Kart with the yeah. kids and for the longest time I wanted to play that because I could beat them right so I'm like yeah let's play because I could finally beat someone because I'd never beat my brother growing up and now they're beating me and I'm like mm, maybe I want to play something else <laughs> so we'll play like Mario Party and there's all the little games and I'm like I don't get it they're like oh mom just press that button just do that I'm like I don't, I don't know but they love seeing me struggle <laughs> I think they get a kick out of that yeah have you tried the new Mario Wonder? No. So that's cool because you're all kind of playing at the same time and you're all trying to get through the level. It's sort of collaborative. Wait, you know. I think we might. Is that the one where like you play like like the older Mario games essentially, yeah, yeah. but then it's with everyone else? Yeah. We have that. <laughs> See how little I know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have that. And then I'm like, where am I? And they're like, don't worry. We can make you follow you can just show up because, like, I'll just fall off a cliff or something. And then you got to bubble up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then I'm always like showing up in a little bubble mm-hmm. behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, we really got to carry you in this game. <laughs> like, 
I'm sorry. You're proud of him, but it's frustrating, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I used to be better than you. You used to come and ask me, like when my kid first started playing Minecraft. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I totally know how to play this. And I would show him how to build a house and stuff. And we'd look at tutorials. And I'd be like, all right, this is how you do it. And it would take us like a day to build a house. And now he'll just be like in 10 minutes. He's like, here's my house. I'm like, wait, what? What did you just do? And then he'll like be able to travel from one place to another. And I'm like, how do we? Now now he's just way surpassed whatever I could do. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome seeing what they come up with in Minecraft, though, huh? Yeah, it's really fascinating and seeing how like they're able to figure out all this stuff on their own mm-hmm. because I obviously can't. <laughs> like, and they're teaching me, and they got like all their little shortcuts and stuff. And nice. I don't know, man. I just know how to mine and build my one house so I don't get killed by the creepers and stuff. Right? That's it. So you know, what would you tell some someone that's just starting to have kids, or like, what do you wish you knew before you had kids? I don't know if I have any really good advice here. Like for me, when we're about to have kids, I thought I knew what I was in for, but it's way harder, more rewarding than I anticipated. But, you know, everybody's struggling with this, you know, so it's okay if it's tough and you're, you're making mistakes, but um, I don't know. I'm really happy to kind of have my perspective on, on life shift to more meaningful things though. Nice. And like you learn as you go, right? Totally. I mean, as they're growing up, we're learning how to take care of them. And I feel like our parents made it look so easy, (laughs) you know, growing up because I didn't see the struggle. So I was just like, oh, they got it. Piece of cake. So I could do it too. No, it's not that easy. And now my mom's like, see, it's not that easy, right? Well, (laughs) you made it look easy. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, you're you're right. It's like we definitely learn with them. And that's part of the fun, right? Seeing them grow and us growing as well. Yeah. I mean, that, that whole shift in perspective you're just talking about where you can understand what your parents were dealing with. That was eye-opening. Yeah. yeah. It's like when I was learning to drive, I was like, oh, it looks so easy. Look at them driving to the store. And then when I started driving, I was like, wait a minute, I got to like multitask with my feet and my hands and my eyes. Like what? But then of course, parenting is way harder than that. But it was like my first, the first time where perspectives shifted for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm a good driver now, but it's a lot easier now <laughs> than when I was 16. Thanks for sharing your story with us today, Aaron. It was really nice hearing about like, you know, your experiences and your perspectives and stuff. And I think there's a lot for people to learn there. So thank you. Do you, do you have an episode where you answer all these questions yourself? <laughs> no, but I, I, I like to think that I answer bits and pieces, you right, know, right. as I add on right. to other, other people. And I'm mm-hmm. sure like as the episodes go, people are going to hear like repeat stories. <laughs> Like, didn't she share that in the first few episodes? Yeah, I'm going to reshare a lot of things. It's great that you're doing this. I'm really looking forward to, you know, catching all these episodes myself and learning from other people. Thank you. Yeah, I'm hoping there's a lot, you know, that we can learn all from each other. And I know that just doing episodes myself, I've learned so much from people. I've been like just taking notes with everyone I talked to. I'm like, oh. Like you're talking about board games and I'm like, oh yeah, I got to get those board games, you know, just a lot, 
that I've been learning. So it's been great. Thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and an awesome weekend too. You too, Chow. Great talking to you. Yeah. Great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today on Parenthood Bites. We hope you found our episode informative and entertaining. If you're a parent in the tech world or know someone who is, we'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at chow at parenthoodbites.co and we'll be thrilled to add your experiences to our interviews. That's chow, C-H-I-A-O at parenthoodbites, B-Y-T-E-S dot co, C-O. And to our potential sponsors out there, if you're a business or know of one that would like to support and partner with our podcast, please don't hesitate to get in touch. You can also reach us at chow at parenthoodbites.co. Thank you once again for tuning in, and we wish you a fantastic rest of your week. Until next time, take care and stay curious.